Hi, Divines. Did you know you can record your own podcast just like me? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum views. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one easy place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And stay divine. Hi, Divines. It's your girl, Otissi Lynette, and I'm so excited to announce we have finally started Season 2. Season 2 will be filled with so much love, so much hope, so much positive energy. I'm so excited to get to know you guys. I'm so excited for our girl chats. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited, and I can't believe we've already made it to Season 2. I can't believe that we've built such a beautiful community. I can't believe that I've gotten actually to know a lot of you guys. I am so excited for more DMs, more questions, more engagement, and I look forward to knowing each and every one of you, building our friendships, our relationships, our sisterhood, growing together, breaking down generational curses, learning how to love ourselves, learning how to give ourselves the best self-care, the best love, the best of everything because we deserve it. So stay tuned this season for the Divine Film Podcast. I love you, Divines. Hey Divines, it's your girl Otisi Lynette back with another episode. I'm so excited. As I always say, I love talking to you guys. It's almost like a form of therapy for me. So before we start, of course, let's jump into our self-reflection. So let's take a breath. Now breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Take one more breath. And breathe out. Hi, you guys. How are you lovelies doing today? I hope you are doing amazing. Hope you are living your best life. I hope you guys are staying safe during this pandemic. Hope you guys are using all of your sanitizer, wearing all of your masks, you know, quarantining, only going places you need to go. I know um, holiday season is approaching quickly upon us and that a lot of us are feeling the anxiousness of, you know, being with family, being with friends, being around loved ones, you know, the camaraderie that we usually have during this time and being in a pandemic, a global crisis, natural disasters, um, economy shutting down. It's just so much. 2020 has been so much for a lot of people this year. If you have lost anyone due to COVID-19, if you 
um had anything happen to you during like char just in, not even you know just like something big but if you just had a few bad days that really got to you and set you back this year i want to say that i love you i support you i hope you are making it through i hope you are doing very 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 good i hope you come through the from i hope you come through from this and that i am sending lots of energy lots of positivity lots of prayers and i hope you know things turn around for you so with that being said today's episode is anxiety and fear and the reason i want to talk about anxiety and fear is because i feel like lately anxiety has been talked about among a lot of people a lot of people especially um famous people celebrities or like uh i call them social media celebrities uh that make posts that you know go viral every other day or every day excuse me but i want to talk about anxiety and fear because lately i feel like people are confusing anxiety with just being like nervous and when you nervous about something but when you have anxiety you actually that's fear anxiety is from being fearful of the unknown or what you possibly think could go could happen or go wrong or go right that's what anxiety is and i wanted to use you all know who i'm about to say my girl summer walker i wanted to use summer walker as an example because if you remember summer walker suffers from social anxiety she has been very open about this she has told us for almost two going on three years you know about how her social anxiety is how it affects her day-to-day life she has um said numerous and countless times she is done with the music industry she's done singing she's just you know over it because the her social anxiety has built her up to that point and um it doesn't help how the media portrays you should just be thankful that you're famous and you have this talent and just get over it you know that's kind of like how people have took her and I just want to talk about when you have anxiety and not just social anxiety for those of you that do have anxiety I would totally look into the root of your anxiety and where that comes from and if it is debilitating if it is crippling if it is to the point where you cannot function with day-to-day activities I would not just like let that go I wouldn't say well this is how I am but like you can't go to the grocery store because having a five six seven minute conversation with the cashier will send you into like a downward spiral like you're you you're so afraid to even have like a simple sentence with the person that your anxiety is overtaking you that's that's a form of social anxiety you know that's a form of anxiety but just like being nervous to speak to people you don't know sometimes or going to new places and you know oh i might have to make new friends i'm not sure about this i have social anxiety you guys that's not social anxiety that's a common thing like meeting new people going new places having new experiences and then feeling um nervous about what could happen or not necessarily anxious but um hyperactive in that moment that's not anxiety anxiety for a lot of people can be debilitating can be crippling there are people who are not able to work not able to leave their house not able to get out of their bed because they're still like replaying something that happened to them five years ago and trying to think if I didn't have social anxiety then this wouldn't happen and that's still you know like 
fucking up their lives. There are people who aren't able to, you know, go to the grocery store or go to the simply pump gas for themselves or, you know, do things for themselves because having a conversation with the person is so terrifying and so scary that they just work themselves up to the point where they just don't even do it. That is anxiety to the point where it's almost crippling. And I have some notes here. And one of the things I want to talk about is the difference between anxiety and depression. And I want to say the reason they're always so closely linked. And like when you hear anxiety, you hear depression. When you hear depression, you hear anxiety. Is because anxiety can lead to depression. And I want to talk about how you can, if not properly, I don't want to say treated, but if not properly attended to, or here too, then you could let your anxiety get to the point where you can get depressed. Because if you never leave your house, if you never talk to your friends, if you are unable to have simple conversations, or if you're unable to have, you know, that human interaction, and that is something you need. I'm not saying everyone does, but if you are a person that needs human interaction, if you're a person that, you know, wants to be more involved in things but you are holding not you are holding yourself back but your illness is not allowing you to live the productive life that you want to do that can lead to depression that can lead to serious depression because now you're battling two different mental illnesses and when anxiety has you so afraid to do any and everything and then depression just puts you down even more to make you feel like you're not even worthy to feel anxious about something now it's a it's a coincide battle now you're battling two different things and your mind is everywhere so I would definitely say reach out to a therapist I want to talk about how Therapy nowadays does not have to be you going to an office and you sit down with a person and you know they stare in your soul and you see them write all your business on a notepad. No, you can do therapy in so many different ways. Um, I do therapy on BetterHelp. This is not sponsored. This is just, you know, me giving my testimony. Um, I do therapy on BetterHelp. And what BetterHelp is, it's an app. It's a therapy app where you get to take assessments and they will match you with a ther- a licensed therapist in your area. So even if you no longer want to do the app and you, you know, find a therapist that, oh, I like her, or I like him, this is working and I want to see them face to face, you could just look them up or ask them, you know, hey, I want to make a face to face visit and you could do that. But um, BetterHelp lets you do therapy on the app via video via audio or text so if you are anxious about taking therapy or you're anxious about actually you know um taking that next step you don't have to like quote unquote have contact with them you can you don't have to do you don't have to see them or hear their voice because I do the text so I'll get a notification like say I have a therapy appointment on Monday at 6 p.m. So starting at 5 p.m. I'll start getting emails and text messages to let me know I need to be with inside the app and I need to be in the talk section space so that my therapist can begin the conversation and in the app me and her will talk and we'll text each other back and forth for maybe an hour hour and a half however long my session is and that's my therapy. 
So if you do want to do the video call, if you do want to do the audio call in the chat, you could do that. Um, they match you to a therapist based on your assessment. So whatever you put your needs are, your problems are, they will match you to a therapist based on that. So you don't feel like you're just going to somebody who has no idea, you know, about your situation or been through, been through the things you've been through and they cannot relate to you. And you're just telling a complete stranger your business. That's not true. Um, I would totally recommend BetterHelp. I know Talkspace is another good um, therapist app. If you aren't for, you know, quote unquote, the one on one talking, there are so many other ways you could not give yourself therapy, but therapeutically heal yourself exercising, working out. I know it's one of the it's one of the recommendations people give all the time and it's like oh how many times are you gonna say that but getting your um endorphins moving getting your adrenaline pumping getting your body going really does change your thought process how you feel about yourself your ability to you know cope with certain things deal with certain things working out you know getting your body move even if it's for a simple walk just getting your body moving i found out a trick i wanted to let you guys know if you have anxiety and you suffer from um social anxiety or just any type of anxiousness when you get very anxious if you take a walk and you're like walking away from like okay so say you're in your house and you have a moment I call it a moment and you have a moment if you like walk downstairs outside and just walk back and forth in your yard your brain will trick itself to believe that you walked away from your anxiety and your body will calm itself down naturally because it will believe you just left the situation. In reality, you didn't leave. You're now retraining your body how to learn how to deal with anxiety and anxiousness. And I think that is a very, very cool technique. And I think I'm going to start using it. Um, I also want to talk about misconceptions about anxiety and social anxiety. I think a misconception about if a person is anxious that they're borderline, you know, crazy or they don't like to hang with people or they're weird or they're you know totally to themselves and they've never had friends or anything like that that is totally not true I have anxiety I have social anxiety I've had it my entire life and everyone this is not like a brag or anything or like well maybe it's like a humble flex but I've always I wouldn't say been I've, I, I wouldn't say outgoing but I've been able to mask the fact that I hate people and I hate being around people, but I'm always like, I wouldn't say the life of the party, but people enjoy being around me and people enjoy my company and people enjoy hanging out with me because I'm very animated. I'm very dramatic. I'm, um, you know, very, when I'm with a group of people, I can be a whole different person. And most people with anxiety and social anxiety do do that. Most people have moments where they are very, um, Excuse me if you hear a motorcycle that is someone next to my window losing his mind. I apologize tremendously. But um, if you have anxiety or you know a person have anxiety, doesn't mean they don't want to hang out. Doesn't mean like they don't mind being around people. That person may not mind being around large groups. It's small groups that make them anxious. Some people don't mind being around small groups. It's large groups that makes them anxious. Anxiety comes in different forms for different people because every person is different so i do did want to say that's a misconception so if you have a friend that tells you i have social anxiety that does not mean they don't want to be your friend or they don't want to hang out with you or they don't want to you know 
join the party and be included in the fun that means their fun has to be handled a different way for their mental health and if you're listening to this you need to know like your mental health if you have social anxiety and you relate to anxiety and fear then I totally want you to you know start your self-care journey and look more into what makes you happy and what makes you comfortable inside your house outside your house at other people's homes when you go out and eat don't be uncomfortable just so you can be a part of the fun or you can be a part of the group because if a person loves you and they're your friend or your family or whoever and they simply care about you then they will help you create an environment where you can thrive and you feel at your best so something else I wanted to talk about was how does anxiety show up in women for women and men anxiety can show up differently I know for me personally um I I uh I had a brain fart and it lost me. Oh, I clean. So when I get anxious and I get nervous, a bad habit I have is I immediately start. It's not, I wouldn't call it bad because sometimes there could be nothing to clean and I'm still cleaning, but I immediately want to clean because it allows me to feel like I'm getting rid of that anxiety. I'm getting real rid of that anxiousness, but I'm not necessarily dealing with the problem at hand like mentally I'm not looking into okay why do you feel the need to like clean this problem away or why is this gonna make you feel like you fixed it what are you anxious about what are you you know having fear about what is this stemming from what has just triggered you into you know breaking into a clean cleaning frenzy so for me I would say that is when I notice like hey you get a little you know too anxious or sometimes your anxiety can get debilitating and you are very um controlling or you're very judgmental because you're trying to make a situation fit and I realized because I was so anxious if I let go of that control of that power then like what was gonna happen and that would cause me to have a like complete meltdowns and breakdowns and like just be a mess because I couldn't control this or I couldn't fix this so I was triggered by this and I hadn't properly learned how to cope with my problems and learn techniques that allowed me to still feel in control while not losing my mind if that makes sense I did want to talk about how anxiety in black women is often not addressed and it's not um taken seriously and sometimes black women push um anxiety and other mental illnesses like to the back burner or pretend they don't have it because we're told you know be strong be tough be everything that um you have to be twice as good uh than the white person or the white woman because they're gonna make you work twice as harder and we're never allowed to you know break down and have that moment and just you know be able to be human and feel and be real and I don't know if that's for other women in other communities because you know I'm a black woman and I only speak from black woman's experience in that particular um spectrum but I do believe that women should be allowed no matter who you are to express your emotions express your feelings express you know your ups and downs and the highs and lows of your life without feeling crazy without feeling rejected without feeling gaslighted you know without feeling like you're a problem you should be able to express yourself and your feelings and be totally open to knowing that okay 
I have an illness, but it does not make me less than. It does not make me, you know, crazy. It does not make me a nutcase. It doesn't need mean I need to be committed or I can't have love or friends or family or just a healthy life because there are so many people that live with mental illnesses and have beautiful lives. You just have to know how to create a life that is for you, about you, but still allows you to have that healthy space to come that healthy space to be able to be who you are good or bad because what do we say on the divine film podcast you are deserving you are deserving of love you are deserving of grace you are deserving of kindness you are deserving of compassion you are beautiful no matter who you are what skin color what race what ethnicity what nation what nation i said nation what nationality what um language you speak whoever you are what career choice you take what job you have you deserve to have the life you dream of you deserve to have a beautiful life. You deserve to have a life filled with love and compassion and wonder and everything that makes you happy because no matter where you've been, where you are now or where you're going, you are you're human and you are a woman and we come in so many different forms and versions and varieties and there's so much to being a woman and being a divine woman comes with how you carry yourself how you feel about yourself how you love yourself being a divine woman is about being you being a divine film is about being the best version of yourself that you never feel like good or bad I'm not worthy of this even in your darkest hours and your lowest moments you know no matter what I am that bitch I am amazing there is nobody or nothing that can make me feel inferior because I will not give that power to another soul that is what being a divine woman is and no matter what you're going through or what you've been through or how you feel about yourself I am here to let you know every single week that you are still beautiful you are still worthy you're still deserving and you're still divine so I want to say that ends today's episode I want to also ask, please review, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. It allows us to reach a broader audience. It allows us to connect with more supporters and more listeners and build our sisterhood. I'm very, very excited every time I have a new listener or a new subscriber and I get to bring somebody to the family with you guys. That is so amazing. So I wanted to say thank you for all of your support, all of your love, all of your kindness. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at The Divine film podcast and remember stay divine and stay safe you guys stay safe don't go nowhere for labor day i'm watching you